You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. How's it going out there? Last one of the week. Hope you had a good week. This one flew by. Um, I talked to you yesterday when I was gearing up to have a really uh, kind of stressful night of work. And guess what? Got it done. Because I knew I would. Even when I talked to you yesterday, I was like, it's going to be over at some point. And I did think about that moment when I was finally like, all right, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bloop. Press off. And just like the the amount of relief. Although the whole process of it was actually not so bad. I did have a couple regrets of things not being funny enough. Like, it's a long thing. You'll see it on Tuesday for the thing that I can't talk about, even though you could probably figure it out if you did any kind of research. Um, actually, don't worry about it. I'll tell you about it when I can. I don't know why. I can't tell you about it. I mean, that is the frustrating part. When you get booked on something that's going to air a certain night, it would make sense that they would want their, the person doing it to like promote it. But because they haven't said anything about it, I I can't say anything about it. I am going to Google it right now just to make sure it hasn't been announced. But listen, I have a Google alert for my name. So I tend to know when things have been announced and not. Um, Let me just check really quick. Uh, Let's see. Um, yeah. So anyway, the thing last night went, I would give myself a B plus. Um, I did all I could to make it as good as possible. And then there's a whole editing process that will take place. So it's all going to be, um, just fine. Nope. Not announced yet. Can't say it, but, um, yeah, it's going to air Tuesday. You'll see it. And, uh, yeah, it was, there's a celebrity guest cameo, um, that I shot. So last night I got to like meet someone who was like, probably my first I don't know if it was my first love it probably was because I was so I just thought he was the coolest cutest and he kind of looked like me or at least I guess I kind of saw myself in him um as I when I was like in fourth and fifth grade I was obsessed sixth grade seventh grade probably into eighth grade and then then on obsessed with this guy um and then eighth grade, I discovered Leonardo DiCaprio and Romeo and Juliet. And um, that was when I was like, oh, my God, what is this thing that I just watched these two people kind of do when they're rolling around in bed? I want to do that with someone who looks at me like that. Um, you know, when he pulls the sheet over them in that scene, anyone who was like a teen in 1998 and watched Romeo and Juliet felt something during that scene. Oh, when they're like, I even watched it recently and they're like kids in it falling in love and I kind of got turned on it, it, because I rem- not because I, they were kids falling in love let me be very clear this isn't hunting warhead the podcast that everyone's telling me they listen to because of me and I'm so so sorry everyone's like oh my god I listened to that podcast it was horrific I'm still haunted by it oh, did you hear the whole thing and I'm like yeah I heard the whole thing and they're like oh my god I can't believe it I, that was the worst thing I've ever heard uh do you have any more recommendations because it's just <laughs> it's so bad it's good you know what I mean um but yeah, I remember watching that scene where um, Desiree, I think, was the singer. I will always. No, she didn't sing. Uh, she wasn't singing the Whitney Houston song, but she was singing some like ballad, like aria. And they were looking through the um, aquarium and like peeking in at each other. Oh, it was so good. I just love. Um, I love love. No, I love that. Like we can't be together. Love. I think that's what I've always been seeking since I saw that because it was such a formative movie for me. And also. What other movies were like very, you've got mail, love that because like the whole time I, I, you know, I fucking love you've got mail because the whole time they are in love 
and they don't have to do anything about it. And then when Harry met Sally, I also love because they're like in love, but they don't do anything about it <laughs> until the end. And then you don't even see them like together. I don't want to like see them together. And then Romeo and Juliet, as soon as they get together, they have to kill themselves. So there's a theme going here that I really don't want to find love. I just want to like, I want it unrequited. Um, so working on that, uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh yeah. Someone sent me porn. I really appreciate it. Only one person I think, um, sent me porn and I was going to watch it right now with you guys. I thought that might be entertaining. Um, Today has been, I, I will get to that, but today has been pretty good. I woke up early. I was on the radio with my ex-boyfriend because I was calling to his show every Thursday morning. And we talked about speed dating and that was a little awkward because he heard me talk about it. And I know, I know he's cool with it, but I know that it's probably, there's, there's something about, I hope he's not cool with it. I don't want him to be cool with it. You know what I mean? Although I don't want to get back together with him and I'm not like lovesick over him. There's something about like your ex-boyfriend being totally cool that you date other guys that you're like, mm, have a little bit of a fucking torch for me, um, which I don't want to hear about him. Like I said, his he told me his mom sent him up with someone and I've been like kind of haunted by it ever since. Today I was on a run and I was like, I wonder how old she was because I ran past this girl who was like 19 and she had like the best body ever. And I was like, God, to be 19. And I was just projecting. I was just like, I can't wait till she like goes to college and gains weight and like I don't know why I was wishing this like her to struggle with her weight I don't know again you wish you want things any kind of critical thinking is just projection so anyway I was just like oh god I bet the girl that his mom set him up with was like 22 or 24 or something and it's really gonna irk me if he ends up with someone younger much younger than me it's gonna really bother me I, I don't mind if he finds someone just please don't be much younger than me because that's the only thing I can't be. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of things I can't be. Um, but that one would kind of bother me. Someone sent me something today. I mean, age sucks. Getting older sucks. I was watching um, one of Andrew's uh, speed dates. Like, if you if you want to go watch Andrew Collins speed date, I swear to God, it's so fucking entertaining. And it's the reason I even got into it was because um, I love watching them so much. And I was watching his the other day to get ready for mine just to like see what, you know, to remember what it's like because I didn't save mine. And he and uh, he was talking to this one girl. She was really, really cute, blonde, bubbly, adorable. I think she was she ended up being like 20, which is like, OK, he's 40, whatever. Um, and he goes, you, uh, she was like, oh, I'm just a big fan of you and Nikki, which I was like, oh, my God, so flattered. And then he goes, you actually look like a young Nikki. And then he was like, oh, my God, is that OK to say? And he like kind of freaked out. And I was like, I didn't take any offense to it at all. Like she there's no lying. She's younger than me. And apparently that seemed to be like the worst thing to say is that she looked like a young me because I guess I look like an old me. But I don't really feel that way. However, I will get older. Right. That's the conundrum. That's what I was kind of working on in my stand up about is the idea that like right before COVID hit, I was really working on a bit about getting older and how everyone says, oh, Nikki, you're going to look great for so long. Don't worry about your looks. Don't worry about aging. You have so many years ahead of you. And then it's like, but yeah, but then there is diminishing returns. Eventually I will be less fuckable. And everyone's like, no. And it's like, I hope so. I don't want to be like fuckable in a nursing home. That's not the goal. You know, like eventually you get to be an older woman and you want men to like not be attracted to you because you're weak and like 
men can like you're you're susceptible to them so like that's why children and old people aren't attractive to men because men used to like I don't know if this is true but I'm guessing it makes if you were fuckable as a child or as an old person that would make you much more vulnerable to rape right so I don't want to be fuckable when I'm older because I'm weak and I'm brittle boned but you become less fuckable and you have the wisdom of knowing that fuckability Unlike when you're a child, you don't know that fuckability buys you something. I, I'm sorry to like get a little bit hunting warhead here. I'm I'm trying to like, uh, I, I'm not trying to be insensitive or gross or anything. But the problem with getting older as opposed to being a child is a child you're unaware of what being uh, sexually attractive buys you with men. It buys you a lot in this world. Yes, it makes you vulnerable. Yes, it makes um other women judge you and hate you and all those things but it gets you so much if guys want to fuck you it just does and I, I wish you could see the hour that I was working on before this whole thing went down but I, ha I have a whole thesis on this that I present in my hour of stand-up I can't really get into it now but I was talking about as you get older you know uh you lose that and it's how are we supposed to be okay with that this thing that we've been taught gives us everything in the world and buys us so much and um gives us uh, currency with men and with women and people like you better if you're if, if you're fuckable it's just true people tend to give you more things beautiful people get more things in life and I just and I know there are exceptions to that but by and by I think that if you got to choose you'd want to be fuckable right if you got to choose what you looked like it just I have I present a whole argument I'm not going to go into it now because I don't want to burn material on here that I might use someday but I was really struggling with getting older and aging and I still am obviously I talk about it on here but today um this woman who writes me quite often and we communicate on on um DMs on Instagram she wrote me today and she said you really nailed it saying that women um and this is Julie I'm not gonna say her last name but she is um, a really inspirational woman and uh I don't know I just have struck up kind of like a DM correspondence with her but she said you really nailed it saying that they, that women need to be told they're pretty slash given give women uh compliments on dates oh yeah I said that yesterday I had a lot of people throwing theories at me yesterday about why I need to hear compliments and all that stuff not a lot but enough you know um and how one guy said that maybe guys were nervous because these guys knew that all their friends were watching and they didn't want to come off like pussies being like you look pretty which why would that make you a pussy I don't really know but I whatever I even gave them the caveat yesterday if, if you're one of the guys I went on a date with and you didn't say I looked pretty a, you might have thought I didn't look pretty, which you are absolutely okay with thinking that. And B, you might just have forgotten or been nervous or just didn't know. And that's fine. Bo both are fine. But some guy said that his friends might have been watching and that he'd be embarrassed, which I just don't think is a good enough excuse. So if that's your excuse, you should have said I was pretty. Who cares what your friends think? Um, she goes on to say, I realized while dating at 53 that I so still need that validation. But let me tell you, men don't tell 53-year-olds that. Dang, it's harsh. But at some point, I guess you just have to let that go. And it's not part of your life anymore to be hot, beautiful. But let me tell you, it's still craved. Growing old as a woman is tough. Trying to do it gracefully, but I don't even know what that means. Not be sad about it. A bit jealous of the coupled old chicks. Hope they get told they are still beautiful. Yeah, I um I see it coming for me, you know, like every year I get honked at less every year I get catcalled less every year. It just, you know, it you feel it less and less. I, I'll say this and I always remember my one of my best friend in high school. Her mom one time was like 
all me and my girlfriends were all hanging out watching some TV show and she kind of walked in the living room and we were talking about, she was like, you girls are all so young and beautiful. And we were just kind of like, "Uh uh-huh. And she was like, I remember the last time a man held the door for me. And then she just kind of floated out of the room like a ghost. And we were all just like, what? And I, I bet my friends don't even remember that moment, but I was haunted by it because I was like, whoa, she never gets told she's pretty anymore. Like, or she never, she never feels seen by men out in public. I mean, my dad even said, I remember the day I kind of like became invisible to women and women stopped looking at me in the street. And I was like, holy shit, that does stop at some point. And some people it never even started. So I don't mean to act like this is something that everyone gets, but I'm just saying, and man, I like love the idea of it when like, when I see girls that are just so hot that everywhere they go, just like the world opens for them. I kind of can't wait for that to happen to them. And that's so mean. Why would I wish that? Why wouldn't I want everyone to feel good all the time? I don't know. It's my own insecurities. That's what it is. Uh, I am going to watch that porno that someone sent me. So uh, stay tuned for that. I got to hit the road here pretty soon uh, because my sister and I are going to drive down to uh, Arkansas for the weekend. Going to be there with her and my two best friends from high school. There were supposed to be two other girls also joining us, but they had to bail because of the cove. One of them has an immunocompromised relative that they live with, and the other is a model that had a camp a modeling shoot, and um, they didn't want her traveling before it, which I understood. but it's going to be the three of us down there just like hanging out. And um, I don't know what we're going to do. I really hope I don't get scared. That show I'll be gone in the dark is so freaking terrifying. I watched episode three last night. Finally, it's so creepy. He leaves a voicemail. It starts out with him leaving a voicemail for one of the victims. He already raped and dude, he just goes, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, bitch. I mean, it's so fucking frightening and it ta- it's taking me everything not to like go and like I'm waiting to to like to Google him because they caught him and I know they did and I've seen pictures of him and I've seen video of it like I remember when they caught him but I don't want to like look at it now now that I'm like going through this whole story I just want to pretend like they didn't yet and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go on such um I- I'm gonna go nuts Think, like learning about how they caught him I know they did it through some like DNA test kit I was just thinking about it today because some girl was like I want to find out my heritage like his niece or something took a 23 and me and it only I bet he only got caught because she did not check the box that was like keep this private from the government you know it comes down to like something as simple as that and I, I guess he stopped raping and murdering in 1986 and I really wonder why like if there's anything they can connect in his life I just want to know more details. Apparently a girl who listens to my podcast, I don't even know if she listens to the podcast, but she wrote me last night because I posted a story about it on my Instagram. And she was like, oh, I worked on that show. It's I'm so flattered you watch it. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so freaking good. And she said that episode four coming up this Sunday night is like the best one. But I like woke up last night with nightmares about it. And I don't usually have nightmares about scary things I watch, but that's, that's, that's how much this show is getting to me. I mean, it's really, really fucking frightening. Um, it, it it they say it on the show but it's almost like he's a ghost like he's so unstoppable and so mysterious that and and so does the creepiest things that you're like this is just like has to be not real but it is real um 
And like they do a, such a good job of like honoring the victims and you feel like you get kind of get to know the victims, these poor, poor people. Oh my God. It's just, it's awful. But why do we like it so much? Why? Why do we like murder stuff? I don't know. I just do. Um, so yeah, but it, it really is fucking with me. I don't think it's healthy for us to consume these kinds of things, but boy, can I not help it? It really is just like some like decadent food that you know is going to make you feel like shit. But it's so good going down. Um, so yeah, I woke up to that last night terrified at like four in the morning. I just woke up. I literally woke up with a, oh my God. And, um, and then I was just on my phone for like hours. But, um, but yeah, episode four is supposed to be really good. But we watched it last night with my parents because my parents got back so I could watch it again. And, um. Yeah, they actually shot a thing for the show I'm doing Tuesday too last night, and it was really fun because we shot it remotely with the staff of the show I'm working with. They're in L.A. and I'm here in St. Louis, and I was producing my parents' segment, like the thing that they're doing here, and then these people got to see it from the studio in L.A., and like my parents like kind of bickering in between takes – it was just nice because someone else got to see like what I deal with kind of like and how they talk to each other and how obnoxious it can be sometimes. And they don't even notice it, you know, cause they're in it and I hardly notice it anymore, you know, but it was nice cause the, the control room, they were like cracking up and my parents kept apologizing because they were like fucking up a, a thing that, that they were doing. And they didn't even realize that the like, the producers on the other end were like it's okay we're loving this I think we we think this might be like funnier than the bit itself is like you guys in in between like big like fighting or whatever they even said something like that my parents were like we're not fighting like (laughs) but it was just so refreshing to have someone else weigh in and be like this is hilarious and not normal but maybe it is normal I I wish I could like showcase some of it but I can't but there was a part of me that was like maybe we should use the footage of them like between takes talking and like make a piece out of it. So I don't know, maybe we'll do something with that too, but it was just really gratifying. I got into a fight with my mom today too. She was not happy with me. I made a comment to her about something that I overheard her talking on the phone to her friend. And I was just like, are you like, I just made some kind of comment while she was on the phone and she fucking snapped. And then she started feverishly cleaning around the house. Um, and like, then that was a whole other thing because when she starts cleaning she just starts making stacks of my things and like throws them in my room and then some of the stuff is my dad so my dad's like I need that cord Julie that's not Nikki's cord and then we all they do all they talk about is like where cords went I mean I really think that's 80% of the conversation is in this house is where a cord is um and I know I'm gonna take a cord and do something with it too um that was a suicide joke okay let me watch this porn here we go um, I'm going to just see, um, cause someone sent it to me being like, I think this might be what you're looking for. I don't remember who it was, but this was definitely shot in like this girl's wearing a dress that this suggests pre nine 11 or maybe just like early two thousands for sure. I don't think it has a date on it. 5 million views. It's called, um, go fuck 69.com birthday gangbang. Now what I requested was a like um, a, a gangbang where they're nice to the woman and enthusiastic about being with her. So I'm going to watch it. I have headphones in so you can't hear it. Oh my God. First of all, it starts out. It's a birthday. He goes, it's her 30. The guy filming goes, this is her 36th birthday celebration. There's two black guys on this, um, touching her already. She's on a couch. 
She's like doing the thing where you have like your your cross legged, you know, and then you put your hands on your knee and you're like dainty. And she's has her hair up like Mrs. Frizzle from uh, the Magic School Bus. She's wearing a light blue um, bodycon type dress and like a choker necklace. And she looks way older than 36. I'm 36. So this is actually very apropos. Let's get into it. I let me just say before we start, I don't feel comfortable watching clips from like 20 years ago because I just pictured that these women are now like this woman's like my mom's age now and that makes me kind of sad because if she loves porn she really can't do it anymore okay so these guys are like she's laughing having a good time so are they there's three black guys they're talking about her being 36 now one of the guys is touching her boobs one guy for each of her kids the the guy just said she has three kids I guess and she goes, oh, God, that's gross. No. They're all laughing, having a really good time. This is an hour and 19 minutes, so we got to zip along. Let's see. Okay, they're making her stand up and kind of show him what she's got. He, Oh, two children she has. Okay. She definitely has fake boobs. They're in, like, a hotel room. Now she's modeling for them, walking around. Okay, this is so awkward. Now she's bending over. She's got a great ass. She's got a great body for 36. The thing is, like, women used to look older. God, she has an amazing body. Okay, this is really good. I'm liking it so far. She's still modeling. I'm zipping ahead. I'm doing... Do you guys do the 15 seconds ahead thing? She definitely has fake boobs. Her... Um, but they're fantastic. Okay, now she's getting undressed. Her top is still on. Now it's off. Great boobs. Really high-waisted um, thong thing that isn't... Oh, now she's doing, like, stripper moves. Now she's showing them her butthole from behind okay cool um she's just modeling let's get into some penetration okay now she's on the bed and just showing them everything now she's okay they're actually like treating her nicely now things are happening she's doing something to one of them the other two are kind of just around let's see okay I really am uncomfortable with how old this footage looks okay this is great this is seriously great okay one guy's doing at least a guy's going down on her. That's rare in a gangbang. I got to be honest. It's really rare. Um, now she's making out with one. It's too slow. I need to get a little bit more. OK, I'm zipping ahead, seeing what positions I'm enjoying. OK, uh, that one's not bad. Let me see if there's let me just stop it for a second so I can hear if they're talking to each other. Her, I don't like her groans. They're too fake. No. Okay, actually, she looks like to be having a good time. The problem is they're at a hotel and they did not talk, take off the top bedspread and you've got to take that thing off. It is so dirty and it's dirty because of things like this. Oh, now one of the guys is, has his finger inside her bum like that. Now one's um, having lunch back there. Um, okay, this is actually not so bad. I'm, I'm like, now I'm just scrolling through. Wow, she's very, very flexible. Um, I wonder where this woman is now. I mean, this whole thing. Whoa, there's some. Is that anal? Hold on. Let me see if there's actually like. No, that's vagina. Sometimes you can't tell. You know what I'm saying? If you watch enough porn. I'm becoming an expert of when it's. Uh, butt versus vag like telling which hole it's in but sometimes it took me a while I had to like really watch it a lot before I understood 
my God, I can't believe this is going on for an hour and 15 minutes. I would be fucking exhausted. I'd be like, can we do a gangbang for seven minutes? Okay, let's see. At the end, I never watch guys finish, ever. That must be saying something. They finally took off the bedspread at the end. Why? When did that thing come off? Okay, this isn't bad. I really do like this. Thank you for sending this to whoever sent it. They did seem to treat the woman with such respect the whole time. There's a lot of kissing, which I don't love, but at least they're not like slapping her face and shoving it into the mattress and all those things. I don't know. You know what I like in my porn that this did not have is vibrators. That's what I like. I like sex with both. I don't think I could. Let me just say I don't think I can ever have sex. Like I will have sex, but I don't think I'm ever going to have as good of a time unless there is a vibrator involved during it with it. You know what I'm saying? Some. I mean, I, I bet a lot of guys right now are like, that's fucked up. It's not. Don't be intimidated. I, I don't can't have as much fun alone with a vibrator as I can with both you and the vibrator, but I both together makes it so much more fun. Um, you know, it's like, it's just adding to it. It's not like I can't, like I said, vibrator alone, not, I would rather have penis alone than vibrator alone. I'm just saying that because I just want to make guys egos feel better. That's not true. But together they're better than both alone right maybe maybe I'm the only one here okay I don't even know if that was entertaining for me to just watch a porn and comment on it but I really appreciate someone sending it to me like so so much thank you for that please send me more because honestly I can't I can't look anymore like I just I spend all I spend like an hour looking and then I can't get there I can't ever find anything. So I just start, please send me more. Don't be a perv about it. Just send it and be like, I think you might like this. This might be what you're looking for. That kind of thing. Um, as always, keep sending me your messages, your cuz, writing me about different stuff. I appreciate it. I don't love a huge tower paragraphs of, of things to say, but some of you still do that and I read it anyway and I always love it. I just appreciate that you guys listen and um, this was experimental to just watch a porn and comment while I was doing it. I don't know how that went, or um, but uh, <laughs> I'll find out. Send me some more. Maybe we'll do it again. I got to go hit the road with my sis now and you would think I was be Obviously that didn't work because I'm not horny at all right now. I'm actually just like kind of wanting a Starbucks and to just go have a conversation with my sister about my mom. Um, <laughs> only loving, of course. My mom sometimes listens to this and I think she gets nervous that me and my sister just talk shit about her and that's not true at all. I fucking love my parents so much. I'm so lucky. You'll get to see them on Tuesday night on the, the show that I'm doing. They fucking killed it. My mom looked so beautiful last night. I'm not, I'm, I'm not just saying this in case she's listening. Talking about age, I was just thinking about this on my run. My mom last night just did her own makeup and she came upstairs and she looked, I was jealous of how she looked. I got to admit, I was just kind of like pissed because I thought she looked prettier than me. And my mom's 61 and she smoked for like 40 years, you guys. I mean, it's, it's insane. I've got good genes, but I don't think I got her genes as much as I got my dad's genes. You know, I think my sister's gonna, gonna have my mom's face getting older, but my mom is so beautiful. And is a great person. And I'm sorry. I, I I feel I every time I like yell at her or snap at her, I'm a bitch to her. I always like resolve to myself to like apologize later. And I like make up this whole apology in my head. But for some reason, it's so hard for me to do it. And I do do it sometimes. But it's just it's really hard. I like being a bitch to my parents. And I 
my dad tried to hug me today and I wouldn't let him. And I decided that before we leave tonight, because me and my sister are driving, who knows what happens on a long drive. I'm going to give my parents a big old hug before I leave. And I'm going to go do that. And yes, it is weird that I just watched a porn and now I'm going to go do that. But, um, you know, that's, that's just the way my life is. I go into my dad's office. I watch a porn. I talk onto a microphone to thousands of people listening. And then I go out to the kitchen and I hang out with my nephew and niece and my mom and my dad and act like I didn't just watch three black guys um, tag team a 36-year-old woman who's probably dead now. Um, I don't know that she's dead. She actually looked very healthy for a 36-year-old back in 1992, whenever that was shot. And it looks like it was shot in the Ozarks, which is where I'm going to now. All right, guys, got to hit the road. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And I'll, um, I'll talk to you on Monday. And I'll let you know whatever the thing is that I'm doing. I can't wait to tell you. Squirt, squirt. Uh, Jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 